Hey everybody and welcome to How I Built Bits, a clip show that surfaces some of the best advice from nearly 300 interviews of How I Built It in 15 minutes or less. The clock's ticking, so let's dive into this clip from Rebecca Gill on research, validating an idea, and delivering an online course. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by WP Wallet. Do you manage websites for clients? Do you feel on the hook for the cost of premium plugins? WP Wallet fixes that. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals like you manage all your license keys and invoices for all your sites and clients. Sign up for a free account, connect a website, and WP Wallet automatically scans that site for plugins and marks the premium ones, even adding prices. No more making the decision of buying the plugin yourself or talking your client through the purchase process. WP Wallet gives you the best of both worlds. As someone who's managed multiple WordPress sites with premium plugins, this tool is a lifesaver. It will even allow you to send recurring invoices to your clients that could be paid on the spot. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free at wpwallet.com slash joe. I can definitely attest to the, the fact that developing course material and uh, teaching course material takes a lot longer than just the classroom bits, right? Like people, yes. <laughs> I've heard people my age say, you know, oh, I, I want to be a teacher because, uh, you know, you, you get in at seven and you leave at three. That's not teaching. Like you're not no. teaching. That's, you want to be a babysitter. Like, teaching is working from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. in grades and figuring and out. And you have to love it. Yeah. Right? You really you, have to really love what you're yeah. talking about. I mean, I can't imagine trying to create a course of this size and not really having a passion for what I'm talking about, you know, or, or you know, in-depth knowledge. But I just, I can't imagine doing it because it would be so hard. Oh, abs- absolutely. I, I mean, I, I feel the exact same way about, you know, teaching in a classroom. You, you have to love that stuff mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know, you're, you're dealing with, especially in college, you're dealing with people who might not want to take the course, but you're dealing with, people who are really excited to take the course and it's, it's a good mix and you, you, you really have to love it. So um, what kind of research uh, did you do, you know, before, if any, uh, before launching this site? <laughs> uh, that's not like uh, you, did, you just like went in like, you know, ready to go. But I mean, yeah, you know, you've no, been doing did, this for I, a long time. So I did research. So even before I actually started it, I vetted the idea. I looked around online, you know, everything we have ever done with the business and even prior to the business has always been data driven uh, because I used to work for an ERP software company. So data is just part of my core. Um, So so everything, you know, is data driven. So I looked at competitors. I looked at volumes of search for these kind of, um, you know, inquiries that would lead to the course. I looked at, you know, the, the what, what were the competitors offering? Can I compete with it? Is there something specific for WordPress? And even though my course isn't specific for WordPress, it does, you know, have a lot of um education that can be used for WordPress. Um, So I did research all of that. Then as I wrote my content, I spent a lot of time researching and saying, okay, well, I've been doing this for 15 years and I know it's the right thing. Can I find a place in the internet that will validate that? And then that's where I was starting to pull in those videos from Google to say, yes, and here's why. And I would pull in quotes from Google to say, you know, because for example, you know, this is an SEO course. Google says that SEO is incremental changes to your website. They're small. And that's really what it is. It's, it's things over time. And 
I have been saying that, but I wanted to really show that they're saying that. So yes, so there is research involved because you want to be able to back up what you're saying and to show your students that there's truth to it. And it's not just something that you believe there's, you know, it's, it's got merit and it's, it is reality. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's perfect. So you you have your idea, you have your research, you, you talked to Corey. Uh, Did you talk to anybody else about features, business advice, direction? You know, you sell a, you sell a lot of themes, you do a lot of, um, SEO uh, consulting and things like that, right? So, um, you know, did you pull from that pool to make sure that you're making the best course you can? The the person I always vet things through is my husband. And that's because mm-hmm. he knows me, he knows our business, but then he also has, he's outside of the industry. I mean, I just took him to a, his first word camp this last weekend. Nice. Um, so he looks at things in a different manner and he's worked at small businesses up through um, Fortune 500 companies. So I always try to get his his opinion on it, right? Is it, do you think it's viable? Um, you know, what am I missing? And he liked the idea right away, although he kind of looked at me as if I was crazy that I was actually going to dedicate this much time to it. And he definitely got annoyed with me for spending so much time. So yeah, it's, he's always my first. And then I did mention it to a few other people. And I talked to Justin at LearnDash. So so LearnDash is the... the um, so the learning management software that I used to build the course. And I sat down with him at WordCamp Ann Arbor before I even started it, right? I had a conversation with him and I said, I'd really like to do this. Um, you know, what do you think? And I told him the concept and he definitely encouraged me. He gave me some tips. He's a wonderful person, um, you know, and so, and, and that helped validate it as well. You know, I mean, it's just, it really helped. Uh, so yes, um, I, I think that you need to talk to people that are close to what you do and that are outside of what you do, because that outside perspective can be extremely valuable, right? Just to, just to give you a different perspective, especially for someone like me, who's been doing this almost my entire career. You know, you've been doing it for 15 years, you're really ingrained in it. So the other thing I did was I showed the course to my sister once I had it written, mm-hmm. right? She, she always likes internet marketing, but she's not in internet marketing. Uh, and I wanted to get her opinion on, does it make sense, right? Am I talking at the right level for somebody that's not an SEO consultant? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I tried to bring in pieces like my sister-in-law just, um, you can see my family's all around me. My sister-in-law just uh, started a small business. It's, a, it's a, like a Pilates studio, right? She didn't know what URL meant. You know, so I'm talking to her about her website. She actually uses our, our Christy theme, that's her name for her, her website. She didn't know what a URL was, but knowing that kind of information and trying to get that feedback and putting that back into the course is really invaluable because she just, she taught me, I mean, she, she was spent 20 years in Vegas. She was a dancer in Vegas. She's not a software person, so, but she had to know what, you know, she didn't know about websites because of her new business, but knowing that that's my audience, potentially my audience was really valuable. And then I, and after I did talk to her about that, as I was writing lessons, I kept thinking to myself, okay, is this going to make sense to Christy? Is this going to make sense to my sister, Suzanne? You know, will my husband get this? Because that's the people that I really want it to resonate with, you know, those who are not um, always in WordPress. I've had a lot of WordPress developers purchase the course and take the course, but you need to make sure you need to start at the lowest level of education and make sure that they're going to understand and then move up from there. At least that, that was my experience and that was my plan. And that's what I really tried to do. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. You know, when I teach WordPress to people and I remember the first time I tried uh, explaining the difference between a post and a page. I got looks. I got looks. 
I one of my students raised her hand and was like, what are you talking about? Like, and I realized I've been doing WordPress work for years. You know, that's second nature to me. But so you're absolutely right. You know, start with uh, especially with an online course. If if something's too basic for the student or the person taking the course, they could skip that video, you know? Yeah. Well, and the one thing about writing an online course that's challenging is there's no biofeedback. So, you know, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, I used to do week-long training sessions for the ERP software um, that my company sold, but you had a room full of people. They could, you could see their faces. And when you started talking about complex topics, you could see their eyes glass over and you knew that you needed to take a step back you know, and, and go more basic and build up from there. And you don't have that with an online course. Um, so I did like that. So at the end of the course is a request for feedback, you know, did, is there something that we can improve? Is there something that wasn't clear? So that as I got that and, you know, that feedback, I could try to put that back into the course and make it better. Um, so that is one challenge. And it's just, you just have to try to do your best to mitigate that as much as you can. Yeah, absolutely. So, so do you find a lot of people do are willing to give that feedback? Do you incentivize it at all? I don't give them a reward for do it, but I have gotten a lot of feedback, which has been awesome. really good. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is people will give you back feedback in email and forms, but they don't actually go to the product and leave a review on the product, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just funny. It's just, I don't, I don't know what that step is, that public, but you know, and the feedback's been extremely good, which is, which just encourage you to want to do more, right? You want to yeah. keep going and, and add to it or, or create additional courses. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So uh, I actually, so you mentioned that you talked to Justin at uh, WordCamp Ann Arbor last year. We're coming up on that on WordCamp Ann Arbor this year. So how long did it take for you to develop this course? Uh, So it took me about two straight months. Okay. Yeah, because I had had the idea of the course. Um, just, you know, I had thought about bits and pieces of the course, um, and had been talking about Corey. And then when we did the SEO week, he's like, you really got to do it. Right. (laughs) So, and that was in November or December. And so I started writing the course right after Corey pushed me into it. Right. And thank Mm -hmm. you, Corey, by the way, for doing that publicly. (laughs) Um, and, and I launched it in January. So I probably spent 45 days Okay. But that was hardcore writing, right? It's I live in Michigan. It's winter. It's cold. I don't like the cold. So to give me a, a reason to sit inside and write um, lessons on a Saturday where my husband and my son are ice fishing, I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> and, you know, and thank thank heavens I had that opportunity. So I mean, I hardcore wrote and researched, you know, and put it together for about 45 days. Gotcha. That's. I mean, I think that's the mistake I'm making. I'm I'm developing this course in the middle of the summer. In yeah, the Northeast. It's hard. Yeah. yeah it's so hard. it's, it's not always nice. I got to take advantage of the nice weather. So, but you do. Yeah. I would, I would have really struggled and I wouldn't have gotten it done if it was in, if I started to do it during the summer. I mean, I just, yeah. I've got a cottage in the lake. I'm not going to do that. All right. That's it for this bit. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe to how I built it and join the mailing list to get more bite-sized advice for creators and small business owners. You can do both of those things at howibuilt.it slash subscribe. I'm Joe Casabona and until next time, get out there and build something.